All right, guys, welcome back to the Extra Time podcast. We are finally back. I'm joined with Dan Ford Talks. Uh, get in. And today we are doing one player every Premier League team should sign. Now, it's a bit late because there has already been a lot of signings, which is unusual for a summer transfer window this soon. But we'll try our best. Are you ready, Daniel? I am indeed. All right, let's start with newly promoted AFC Bournemouth. I mean, they're, they're up and down, aren't they, for, in the league? So what can <laughs> yeah. make them stay up this time and not go straight back down? Okay, so um, with Bournemouth, looking at them last season... Their team is built around Dominic Solanke. Solanke scores pretty much all their goals. Um, I just think a bit more creativity as someone else that can add a bit more threat than just him is needed. So Bournemouth have gone up. Why don't they look at the teams going down? And one player that stands out is Cornet from Burnley. Uh, Nine goals and an assist in the Premier League last year. Can Bournemouth take advantage of the fact that Burnley have just been relegated. I mean, I'm a big fan of Corne. I think brilliant player. Um, Premier League, isn't he? He's not. He's not Championship level. Exactly. And I think. I think no. I think very good shout. Although I've looked and I've gone well. Bournemouth last season they had Nat Phillips and Gary Cahill. <laughs> Now, Cahill's contract has expired. Nat Phillips has gone back to Liverpool because it was only a loan. So, oh dear me. I thought they need a centre back. And I looked at two centre backs, and it was only when I was thinking about it. They've both played for Bournemouth before. Um, <laughs> one of them was Nathan Ackie. And I've decided not to go for him, but he's another option. Yeah. But the other one I've gone for. Captain at another Premier League club, but I'm going to explain why you can move. Tyrone Mings. Okay. Okay. Because Villa have now brought in Diego Carlos, which is unreal. And I think Conza is a better player than Mings. So I think yeah. it's unlikely Mings is going to start. However, I think Mings will want to be starting. I don't think he will be happy sitting on the bench at Villa. Because um, I think either way, he's probably not going to be captain next season because he'll either be on the bench or he'll have left. Um, and I think mm-hmm. he can bring he can bring leadership into the Bournemouth team, um, but also just, I mean, six foot five, and he? so he's, <laughs> he's just massive at the back. Um, yeah. And hopefully should, you know... Stop a few well, goals going in. I mean, I'd say the uh, Nathan Ake one is probably a bit unrealistic because I do, I do see him leaving City, but just maybe not to a Bournemouth. Uh, but Mings, you make some good points. I de- definitely could sign Mings. Uh, obviously, they do come up and concede a lot of goals usually, so a defender does make sense. Yeah, I mean, my thing with Mings is I think he's got tons of mistakes in him, and I think that. That's what stops him getting a chance for England because he's full of mistakes. Um, but I think once he's in a Bournemouth team, he can, I think, help him to sort of... Because obviously they'll be conceding a lot anyway. So, as you said, 
So yeah. I think he'll help him to calm him down with his leadership and hopefully. But then I've just gone for obviously the best form of defense is attack. Bring in Kone. Him and him and Solanke would really be good together because, well, it's whether he can do it in the Premier League, Solanke. But he certainly was unbelievable last year. Yeah. All right. Now let's move on to Arsenal, who I think this this one's tough because they've already had an amazing window, haven't they? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at possibly a striker, but then they've now got Jesus and 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 has got a new contract. So I did struggle, but oh wait, have they signed it? Je- they signed Jesus. It's well, Fabrizio Romano said, "Here we go." So I'm, I'm well, it. wait a few. I think a few hours ago, I saw he's on his medical, maybe. But uh, I have gone one player Arsenal need to sign is Jesus because I mean, um. If you think Lacazette, he's well, he's left now, obviously. Um, and when he was at the club, he's just he's the, he's an Arsenal type of player. He fits in with the running and all that sort of stuff, but he never really had the finishing. But Jesus this year, he's he's stepped up at times. Eight goals, eight assists. I feel like he he, re- he will fit in with this Arsenal team because they're very they're very good on the break, very quick team. Uh, him, Saka, Smith Rowe, Odegaard. They really will be will push him for top four definitely this year, Arsenal. Um, mm. So I think adding Jesus to that, they're solid all over the pitch. I mean, I, he, I think he's a very Arsenal type of player. Um, definitely. And I mean, I was looking at Arsenal squad and especially in attack now with Jesus, the squad depth is unreal. Yeah. Like, they've got Smithrow, who you could argue is not as much attack but more defence uh, not defence sorry midfield um, mm. and then you've got up front you've got Nketiah Jesus and then your wings you've got Martinelli you've got Saka you've got Pepe you've got tons of depth in attack um, and, but I looked at the centre-backs and I went the centre-backs the starting centre-backs are very good White and Gabriel um, yeah. their backup is Rob Holden um, <laughs> but uh, I've yeah. gone you know what Let's let's knock one of White or Gabriel out the starting team, and I don't um, know which one you'd get rid of. But I've gone, say, go big or go home. I've gone Kounde, um, because yeah. I think I don't know. I just think he just suit an Arsenal team. He's got he's he's a quick centre back. He can deal with the pace of the Premier League. Um, the only problem is money when they're spending however much on Jesus but I thought yeah. he'd suit an Arsenal team now you could argue that they will they should go for a centre-back who should just come in as a backup. but I think they should go for a top centre-back who will he make may... White exactly. or Gabriel a backup. exactly because then you've got a big strong backup anyway in White or Gabriel um, it's, uh, the thing is uh, he's heavily linked with Chelsea as always mm. um, but it would be a big signing if they could pull that off. Um, yeah. So I think Jesus and, and him are both definitely signings they, they can be looking at. But okay. Jesus, if you bring them, bring him in, if he completes his medical, all that, they're going to be dangerous next. Uh, I think they do. They do scare me for top four, really. Uh, I mean, last year, last year they should have got top four. They mm. just completely bottled it towards the end. But... Um, mm. Yeah, they've got some brilliant young players. Yeah, I think 
as we said, a few names, Smith Rowe, Martinelli, Saka, they're all good. Ramsdale as well. Ramsdale, Ramsdale was really good. Nketiah, I, I rate Nketiah. Um, but this is his big season to prove himself. Yeah. So bring you needed to bring another striker in, really. You can't just let no, him be on his own. Um, but yeah, Arsenal, yeah. definitely. So that's Arsenal done. Moving on to Villa. Who have you got for Villa? All right, so I've looked at the Villa squad and yeah, overall it looks like a decent team. So you do wonder why they're not putting more results together at the minute. I just think at times their midfield is slightly weak. Now, now let this player, he's he's got a lot of stick this year, um, probably because of the team he plays in, but he's still young. I feel like he has still quite a bit of potential and Gerard might do well with him. Mick Tomney from Manchester United. Now, yeah, I think Douglas Louise at the moment, I'm not so sure about him. You bring him in, Gerard, I think, could do a, quite a lot with him. Um, last season, only one goal, one assist, but the previous seasons, four goals in both of them. Um, so I think he definitely has potential. So I'd, I say Villa, the go going for him because United are clearing people out hmm. it's not going to be a difficult transfer to negotiate uh, the Scottish partnership with McGinn as well boom that a midfield it'd be sorted well I was looking and I was thinking because obviously I was looking and they've lost Matt Target and I was going do they need a backup left back and I decided against it in the end because they do have Ashley Young yeah. um, and again I think Phil have, Phil have done insane this window I mentioned Carlos before. Um, then they've signed Kamara. They've got, they've already done unreal. And as you said, they've they've got the squad to do well. Yeah, it's just what's missing. The one player I don't really back in that Villa squad is Danny Ings. Um, Fair if, enough. If I was Gerard now, I'd be probably trying to get rid of him, cashing on him. Um, I'm bringing a cheaper backup striker to cover. For Watkins, Watkins um, yeah. and I think look in the championship, um, and I like the look of Joel Perot from Swansea. Um, he won't cost you much, probably, I'd say ten million if that. Um, but he, like, obviously, everyone's focus striker wise last season was Mitrovic in the championship, who just yeah torn it apart. But he had four, forty-four appearances, twenty-one goals, and six assists. Um, it's good going and I think I think he's just a good I don't know I just reckon he'd be a good backup for Villa um, yeah. I think maybe it, difficult to negotiate though because Swansea's going to be important to Swansea yeah yeah I think I think Villa have that pull um, now yeah. especially with Gerard. Um but as you said it will be whether Swansea are willing to you know, let him go. Um, but, I mean, he can always try and, you know, force a move. Um, yeah. But it's Villa recently, really, really, Villa have suddenly become a really, like, attractive team for players. Like, yeah. even last year, if they survived relegation and all of a sudden players started, like, mm. flooding to Villa Park. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. So, anything I think is possible with them at the moment. Well, I so, think Villa are, I don't, I don't get what it is with Villa, but they've done something unreal to the point where, like, 
like as an Everton fan, I look at Villa and go, they're in a position where I want Everton to be in. Um, yeah. Because Villa seem on the way up. Um, but I think someone like Pro will come in and like he's only 22, so he is. He's young. Um, and I think someone like Danny Ings, um, who's obviously a lot older, is he happy as a backup? But also, I, I don't know. I just don't think he's done what Villa fans hoped of him. Yeah, yeah. I definitely agree with the whole Ings thing. Definitely. Um, and then Mick Tomini maybe is slightly un, unambitious for Villa fans. I don't know. But I still think he has a lot to offer um, as a player. So, I, I yeah. think he could do quite well with Gerard. I don't think Villa need any more big signings this window. I think they've had their... I think they've had their signings, really. Um, But it'll be interesting to see what they do with the rest of the window because, obviously, you've still got another two months left, really, of it. Definitely. I think... But as we've said, Lampard has definitely got the pull to be able to bring the players in, which, well, we've seen it this window, haven't we? Um, Yeah. I mean, four players already this window, and not, not four all right players, but obviously one of them being Patino. Um but Fairly I, think, I think they're being very clever with the plays they bring in, so it'll be interesting to see who else they do. Not a fan of Villa at the moment though, after what they did to us on the final day. Well so horrible. Oh well. <laughs> wow, okay. Anyway, moving on to Brentford. What what do Brentford the mighty Brentford um I tell you what, they need to they need to do everything they can to sign Christian Eriksen back. That is exactly what they have to do. I think they would have got relegated if it weren't for that Eriksen signing. Um, like genuinely, they need to do everything they can to persuade him to come back. It's just going to be very difficult. Yeah, I did. I did think of Eriksen because um, obviously I think he does make a massive impact. Um, but I've gone for a different player, and I think this season now, I'll be honest, I think it's about survival for Brentford. Um, yeah. I think they're in a position that Sheffield United were in, um, where they've come up, um, and actually they've done all right, playing attractive yeah. football, but then they could easily go down this season. So to make sure they don't do a Sheffield United... <laughs> I'm going to bring in a Sheffield United player uh, by the name of Sanderberg. Who no way, I was looking at him as well. He's just a solid player. I mean, definitely. He's what six foot five. He's mm-hmm. still only twenty four, um, and he's not the most creative midfielder. So he's obviously very different to Ericsson. He scores he just, goals then. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he got five last season. Um, but I think with Sandberg, it's more if you're in a relegation battle, he can bring the physicality to sort of keep you up. Um, but I think no, I think he'd be a good signing, and he's not. He won't cost him absolutely tons. He's probably going to be about fifteen million. Um, how easily Sheffield United will let him go, we'll see. But I, I considered him for a lot of teams in this because I think he's a really good player. Um, but in the end, I thought he'd suit, he'd, he'd suit Brentford quite well. 
definitely, definitely. But I do like how Brentford play. They they do play attractive football. Mm. I think Thomas. I do rate Thomas Frank as a manager. I don't think they're going to do a Sheffield United and finish rock bottom or anything like that. But yeah, they do need to bring in just that one spark that Ericsson wants to them. Mm, I think they've just got to be careful though, because obviously you can't always play the attractive football. You've seen it with Leeds last season. They tried it and then it definitely because you know teams work them out. Your first season, they come up and you don't know what to expect from them. Your yeah. second season, teams start to work them out and know what they're going to do. So I think physicality is the way to go for Brentford this season. Yep. So, Brentford done. Move on Brighton. to Brighton. What, what, what do you want from Brighton this season? What are you expecting of them? It's the exact same every season for them. They play good football. Most of the time, they can be quite solid. They sometimes have an off day, but it's the finishing yet again that's letting them down. Last year, uh, I made um, a bit of a silly suggestion. I said Isaac. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember. It was a bit expensive. The, this unreal. one, uh, <laughs> yes, but Brighton, they need a good striker. Um I say take advantage of Burnley. Make sure they never come back to the Premier League with their Brexit football. Uh, I've I'm going for Workhorst um, because he he came up. He, he had a uh, well when he joined Burnley, he had a good start really, but then he did tail off a bit. Mm. But I still think he showed potential in them few games that he. But he's a clinical striker. Like for Wolfsburg, he scored plenty of goals, plenty. Um, so I think if he can get going in the Premier League, good run of games, then he could be quite a good signing. Quite yeah, cheap. I think. I again, I considered two players. One was a striker, and I considered the love of your life, Divock Origi. He's already signed for AC Milan. Has he gone? Yeah, well, he's gone. All right. Well, yeah. it's good. Job I, 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 yeah, I considered him slightly. Uh, I was like, can they sign him off for AC Milan? But I was like, nah. <laughs> Well, I went, gave him, they lost their biggest player, they've lost Basuma, which mm-hmm. could completely change things. And I went, Basuma, physical midfielder, they yeah. need to bring another one of them in. So I've gone for someone who's sadly not going to be as good as Basuma. And if this happened, Brighton fans would go, well, yeah, he's not going to be as good, but he'll do. And that's Glenn Kamara from Rangers. Um, 26, obviously you're taking a risk with him because he's never played in England before. Um, yeah. But I think I think he can do a job at Brighton. Um, again, I, I was considering picking him for Villa. Um, <laughs> but in the end, I chose go, go, go for Kamara. Um, just because they need, they can't not replace Basuma. They need to get someone because, in my opinion, they don't have anyone at the minute that can play like Basuma did. So they need to yeah. sign someone completely new. And I think Kamara would be a decent shout. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think, though, um, I think we've got to start um, saying which one of our signings is more important at this time, you know? So, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to say mine because they need a striker. You know, like if they got another midfielder, they're just gonna keep playing the same way. They'll play good stuff, but then they never 
they can never exceed like that mid-table bit because of their finishing. It's poor. Morpé is not good enough, unfortunately. I think, I think you're right. I think they do need a striker. I don't know whether Ragost is the right choice. Maybe. Um, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'd look at other options. Um, who I'd look at, I'd, I'd possibly even consider Danny from Watford. Um, I think he could be a decent shout um, and not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, again, relegated. But you, with your midfield, I think they'll just keep playing the same football. But then if you don't bring in a midfielder to replace Pesuma, can they? And even get the ball to the striker. Um, I think I think they also need to look. There's plenty of places. I'm a big fan of Brighton, but they need a striker, someone to replace Basuma, and I think they also need a goal scorer midfielder. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's a good few places that they need to improve on this summer. Yeah. Wait, what are we going for then? The striker or the midfielder? Who's more important? <sighs> I'll go for a sh- no. I'm I'm sticking with a midfielder. Oh yeah, but they're Just not because, they're not going to improve. But who are you gonna who's going to play instead of Basuma? Because I can sit here and go right. Mopey's going to Adam Lallana. No, he's not, <laughs> but you need the physical. You need a physical player in that midfield, and they don't have that without Basuma. Okay, I'll I'll go Basuma then. Uh, not Basuma. Who, who your guy? Your guy to Kamara. 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 There you go. All right, All right. Ch- Chelsea. Right, but that's what we're doing now. We're get, we're gonna Big have club. to agree on someone for okay. the one signing. Chelsea. Big club. Surely there's only one position you need. They needed, or is there? What you said. Well, there. I think the obvious one maybe is striker, but I haven't gone for a striker. But I've gone for someone that I've gone for someone that can play at striker. Um, oh, okay. Um, oh, wait, no centre back. Obviously, they do need a centre back as well. Yeah. But um, I've gone for Raheem Sterling from Manchester City. You see, Sterling will probably want to move away at this point. I mean, he's not playing every game. It's not like he's a top star there. He could really be a top star for Chelsea and. With Liverpool going out and signing Nunez and City signing Haaland, I think they need to make a statement, mm. Chelsea. Um, I just think at times Pulisic, Ziyech, they're, they're not they're not amazing. I think there's better options for uh, on the wing. So Sterling, he's Premier League proven. Certainly, he's been in the Premier League for years. This year, I mean, thirteen goals, five assists, brilliant player. I'm gonna go for Mr. Raheem Sterling. See, I, I do, I do rate Sterling, but I don't rate him. I think as much as the, as other people do. Um, but I think you, the strikers they do need a striker. Um, with yeah. a, with Lukaku looking like he's going out, Werner not doing much. Could do with a Richarlison or someone like that. As much as it pains me, but I yeah. have gone for a centre back. Um, obviously losing both Rudiger and Christensen. And okay. I, it was between two, neither of them cheap. It was between Delit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have gone for Upa Meccano. Um, oh, it's a good sign. It's a good sign, Joseph. Thank you. I <laughs> think again, Upa Meccano. 
similar to um, what I said about Koundé, both can put up with the speed of the Prem um, and yeah. face the quick players. Um, so I think, yeah, I think someone like Cooper Meccano, someone like DeLitt, they they have to get a centre back, um, and they can't. I I don't think, as you said, they need to make a statement. I can't I can't see them signing a an unknown centre back who can then come up and right. do very well. I think they need a big name. Yeah, they de- I I agree with you definitely. If I'm gonna try sell Raheem Sterling to you, I'm gonna have to. Well, we're gonna have to look at other centre back options, but they play with three. So let, they've still got Silver, right? But he's getting old. Uh, Chalibur. Um, who else have they got? Come on, it's shaky. Dear me, dear me. Yeah, they need a centre back. I'm so I'm sorry, Raheem. I still. I mean, what I said about Sterling making a statement thing. If they do sign a big name centre back, that is also like making a big statement because they're gonna have to defend yeah. against some top strikers this year. So. I think, yeah, a centre-back's probably more important at this moment, but their attack is poor. Yeah, I think they're limited on where they can improve because, like I said, if they go sign an expensive centre-back, you can't go sign an expensive striker. If you sign an expensive striker, you can't go sign an expensive centre-back. So I think Tuchel needs to prioritise his team and I think he's more likely to prioritise his defence. All right, yeah, at this at this moment, I'll, I'll go with Upamancano over Sterling, but at the same time, they definitely need something yeah. in the attack. Because if you think about it, they've got some big names, but they're not really performing. Kai yeah, Havertz is a bit inconsistent. Ziyech doesn't do much. Pulisic has a good game from time to time. I rate him, but I don't mm. think he's good enough for Chelsea. Lukaku obviously is on his way out. Werner's too inconsistent. Mason Mount is the only attack attacker yeah. I look at and go. You know what? He's quality. Yeah. So I think they are. They're struggling. I think. They. I the think that they're, they're. Yeah. Tottenham and Arsenal. You're gonna say maybe. Yeah, I was gonna definitely. Say a minute. I'm. I can't see Chelsea getting top four. They've got I, a more like well-rounded squad than yeah. Tottenham and Arsenal. And um, but no. Did I say more? Less? I don't know. But yeah, they're, they're not good. Their, their strike is so weak. I'm just like, mm. Tuchel's done well with the team because they've got a much better system than, than Arsenal and Tottenham at times. Like, the, their game plan's probably more strong. But if they had the play like Liverpool and City doing their attack, they they really would be good. But yeah. um, I mean, that transfer ban obviously didn't help for a few years because now they're looking a bit stuck. But I think it's like we're saying about him signing a big name. Well, they did that with Lukaku spending hundred million on him. They and did it, that it with Havertz spending however much it was, about eighty million on Havertz. Yeah. So do they actually go for someone who's maybe you don't? I mean, you'll know them probably, but you won't know them as much as you know <laughs> Meccano, as much as you know Sterling. But realistically, they need clever investment. Like, how yeah. Liverpool signed Salah and Mane for 30 million, stuff like that is what they need at the moment because they've got a lot of areas actually on the pitch that need addressing. So, yeah, um, I think that's the issue. Your other problem with them is, obviously, there's all stuff going on with mm. ownership. So, you don't... I don't think they really know where they're at at the minute. 
So it's hard well, for them to go out and spend tons of money now. I'll give this one to you though. In terms of Upper Mancano or Sterling, I think I'd go Upper Mancano. Thank you very much. So wait, because... from 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 what we've been doing, it's two nil to you. That's it's two nil. I say let's let's go, quickly go back to the start. First of all, Bob. Okay. Who did you say? I've got Mings. I've got Corney. Oh, they've lost two centre backs. Come on, Daniel. Oh, okay. Th- three nil. Three nil. Yep. Arsenal. <laughs> Who did you pick for Arsenal? Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. You, yeah, we'll say yeah, we'll give you that. Three one, three one, three one. Uh, Villa. Villa. Mix Hominy. Or Perot. McTominay uh, could probably do more. I think McTominay's, yeah. 3-2, yeah. is that? 3-2. And then um, Brentford. Brentford. I said Ericsson. Oh, well, you can't have Ericsson. It's not happening. There's no chance. Okay, fine. 4-2. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to Palace. Wait, wait, we've not done Brighton. Who did you say for Brighton? We said Gwen Tomorrow was better for Brighton. So, Did we? Two. Then yes. we're oh no oh we did wait oh have we counted Brighton and Chelsea yeah. then yeah. oh so it's four two to you four two let's okay. move on to Palace Where Crystal Palace, Palace. um I've looked and the midfield is just weak really compared to the rest of the team I think they've got a very good attack at times they just lose midfield battles like if a game starts to slide one way then they're just like go against them then they just completely lose it um. So I've gone for quite a, a youngish player, not getting much game time at a big club. Um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Good. I think he deserves a move to a, a decent mid-table Premier League club, and I think you know he can start to make a name for himself. Yeah, I think I agree. He deserves a chance somewhere. Um, yeah. It's where I don't know. Um, but I was looking and I was going, do do Palace have much of a right back? Now, Nathaniel Klein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I, I'm agreeing with you. Um, you could argue Nathan Ferguson, obviously, up and coming. Um, even but to be fair, he's all right, award. though. He's all right. But I don't know whether he's ready to be starting consistently. Yeah. Like, they've got a lot of right-backs. They've got Ferguson, Kelly, Klein, and um, Ward. So, they've got, like, four right-backs. But, yeah. <laughs> let's add another one in, because why not? Um, no, but <laughs> they, they do need one, because they've I... never really replaced Wan-Bissaka in my eyes. Um, uh, who have you gone for, then? I have gone for James Tavernier from Rangers. I like the Rangers players today. So you do. He's he's unreal. Um, he's thirty years <laughs> old. Um, oh, I didn't know he was thirty. Too fair. Yeah, so he is older, but what he can bring to a team, attacking wise, is unreal. Like last season, he he played thirty-one games for Rangers. And bear in mind, he's a right back. He got six goals, thirteen assists. Like. Yeah, he, I, he's he really is a good player. He he is. Uh, he's he's proven it in Europe as well, the Europa League. Um, so that's always key. Um, it's still just the fact is, their midfield is not good enough. Yeah, my only worry with Tavernier is if 
get him. Like he's Rangers captain, um, so mm-hmm. it'll be tough for them to get him. Um, if they can, he's... it would be a brilliant signing. But I'll, I'll give you this one. Yeah, he's Rangers captain, and also I don't think if he was to join the Premier League, he'd go to a Crystal Palace. Mm. I think maybe West Ham level, you know, just pushing yeah. into the Europa League. Yeah. Well, um, we'll say 4-3 to you now. No, it's 4-3 to you. 4-3 to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I got that pot. Oh, okay, Joe. You should oh. get this point realistically. Surely we've gone to the same person. Everton. And we have... Yeah, I've gone for... Uh, not Jack Gallagher. Uh, Connor Gallagher. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah, we don't have to explain it. Oh, have it's, you gone for the same? Yeah, yeah. fair enough. I mean, he, good player, though, isn't he? They need they need a midfielder, a creative mm-hmm. midfielder, um, and I think Gallagher is probably best fit because you could get him on loan possibly, with an <laughs> option to buy. But I'd rather him permanently. Mm-hmm. But um, I think like you look at some of the other options and they could be more expensive, or you might they might not be able to get them or high wages. Um, Conor Gallagher, I think. Like I've seen some Chelsea fans just really not want him to let him go. Um, yeah, but I don't think he can get the team. But Chelsea I, I think... hierarchy won't see that way. Like, no. he's he deserves a move away. Um, finally, permanently, to make a name for himself, and so. Yeah, Everton's perfect, really. And as yeah. we said over on Four Talks, um. You, you've not got an attacking midfielder at the minute because obviously Sigurdsson, uh, Rodriguez, gone. You, you just you need someone to feed Calvert Lewin and stuff like that. So yeah. I think Gallagher's the perfect as, option. As you've said, we've already discussed this on Ford Talks, but I think Gallagher and Lampard to link up between them. Like I think Lampard can have a massive influence on Gallagher and mm. help him to become a player like he was, like scoring. Again, yeah, 10 15 goal season because that's what Everton just lacks so many goals from midfield. We don't get anything, but I, as we said, we Everton have a, lots of business to do this summer, they, they're all over the pitch. But I think the main one is in that midfield, um, attacking midfield. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, there's a good few positions in the center back, but at the, at the same time, at the same time, if you do let Richarlison go. Then what's the point of uh, yeah. having Gallagher if you don't have a decent striker? So I think a striker is also um, somewhere you may have to yeah. look at. I think um, we needed it, it. It's a must for us to get a centre back, a midfielder, and a striker this summer. If yeah. we don't, we're in trouble. A winger would be nice if we could get a winger or a striker that can go on the wing, almost mm-hmm. like Richarlison. Um, mm-hmm. But we do need. It's not one position, it's it's about three or four. So hopefully we'll start signing people soon. Yeah, and you obviously need to sell the strikers as well though, because that's yeah. where your money's at. So Well yeah. we we both got Gallagher, so uh we'll go five Still four. four three. Okay, oh we'll yeah, just we'll, yeah, come on, let's just give ourselves both a point. It's lovely really, isn't it? Oh kind. Okay. Um <laughs> Fulham. My Fulham My Fulham one's interesting. I'll let you go first. What do we need? My Fulham one is interesting as well. Um, now, 
Uh, Liverpool Football Club comes into this negotiation. Um, oh, Fulham, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh-oh, oh, maybe. So Fulham obviously have sold Carvalho to us, right? Oh, you've got the same as me. No, Go wait. On. So, right. Uh, Carvalho's gone. They needed a, an attacking midfielder, really. Um, Fulham and Liverpool, good relationship. It was quite smooth, the Carvalho deal. A man that isn't getting enough game time. I don't think he's happy. Oh, no. He deserves a move away. Oh, okay. I've gone for Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> because oh no, have you gone for someone like Mo Salah? <laughs> no, prepare yourself. Okay. Well, anyway, I think Ch- Chamberlain deserves a move away. I think he deserves a. He's still he's Premier League quality. He's just. Not quite Liverpool. He's a Liverpool player, like a Liverpool midfielder, like that fits in the team as a backup. But at the same time, he's just not really been good enough. His confidence is quite low. So I move away. I think he deserves. And then Fulham, they need, they need an, an attacking midfielder. I think he would add quite a bit to them. And they need to replace Carvalho because he was really important for them to get promoted. Uh oh. Well, uh oh. I am. Um... I looked at them and went, the one thing they need, you're right, is to replace Carvalho. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, who better to replace Fabio Carvalho than Fabio Carvalho? Okay? It's Fabio Carvalho. Oh, Fabio okay. Oh. They get him on loan for a season. Let's see what he, you mean. He cannot go straight into the Liverpool team until he's proven himself in the Prem. If he goes on loan back to Fulham for a season, then because he's going to, we said on Four Talks, he, he's going to be playing cup games for Liverpool. That's it. Yeah. He's, it's going to be hard for him to get into the first team. So if I was Klopp, I'd much rather him go back to Fulham for a season and go, you know what? He's playing week in, week out, getting experience yeah. in the Prem. Well, plus we get him back at the end, and he's his value's probably gone up about 10 15 million by the end of the season. I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you, Joseph, because I th- I want to see Carvalho in a Liverpool shirt this season, and I do think just like what he did with Harvey Elliott, he will give him game time. Um, because it, it's not it's not like Harvey Elliott, um, where he barely played any football. He's He's played the whole season in the championship. He's one of their best players. And he's going to be used over the likes of Oxlade-Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think Liverpool, it makes sense to give Fulham Oxlade-Chamberlain rather than Carvalho, because we'll use Carvalho. So you have I'm going to admit, though, the perfect replacement for Carvalho is Carvalho. <laughs> it makes total sense. But at the same time, yeah, I, I... I think Chamberlain deserves a move away, really. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, give you that. 5-5. Five, 5-5. Five. Five, five. I can't believe it. That's... Oh, okay. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Well, I, Leeds worry me this season. Yeah, if definitely. They lose Rafinha, I think they can be in trouble. Um, I think <sighs> Rafinha's the big anyway. thing. And I think Rafinha, mm-hmm. I think, both Everton and Leeds are in a similar position where you don't know when Rafinha and Richardson are going to leave, but you know they're going to leave and who you don't know who they're going to go to. 
But I think it's only a matter of time before Rafinha leaves um, and you need to have a replacement. I Why? don't think they have one. I don't think they've got one in mind. I think it's going to be like a rush signing. You know what I mean? Well, I, I've i gone for someone who's just been relegated and he's been offered to clubs like Everton. Um, okay. Mench dinner on four talks. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. It does make sense. 20 million he's going to cost him and he's still only 24. And as you said, he, like, he, he's been linked to Liverpool like a few years ago before he scored two to stop you winning the league. Oh no, he's to stop you. <laughs> Winning every game that season, one. Yeah, it was, it, it was to stop the Invincibles. Yeah, thank you. So, I, <laughs> I think, and I think he's quite a similar player to Rafinha. He's probably not skillful, but he's quick and he he, he can finish. Um, and you're going to be getting about fifty, possibly even sixty million for Rafinha. And you only go and spend a third of that on Saar. You've still got another 40 to go splash out on who you want. The thing is, I just... is Hmm... It's it's not like Saar is going to want to join another team that is likely to get relegated. I think that's the issue there, because mm. Leeds, Leeds were, will not attract him at all. He'll be looking at one of those top clubs. That's yeah. the issue you've got there. I've I know Rafinha is leaving and stuff, but at the same time, their defence is horrendous. So I've had to sign a defender. Um, I'm, I think before you, you've mentioned him and I kind of just, I've, I've done myself here because I've said he'll want to go to a bit of a better club. Uh, Nathan Ake. Because <laughs> um, okay. obviously he's, he's not getting game time at Manchester City. So he'll want to move away. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm backing myself on this one. You're I'm, backing I'm yourself. Feeling, I'm feeling confident only because I've seen my choice for Leicester and I've gone. I'm not winning that one, so I'm trying <laughs> to ensure I can win this one. Um, I, just, I don't know. Um, Aki doesn't for some reason hit me as a Leeds player, and I don't know why. I I think every centre back just appeals to me at the minute for Leeds because they the amount of goals they conceded yeah. last year, it was unbelievable. Joel Matip ran through their entire team and scored. Like, come on. They are I, they're just not good enough. They they do need another centre back. But they also need to replace Rafinha, as you said. Yeah, um you're think, getting the point. You're getting the point thank because you very much. Although I I cannot see any of these actually happening. Uh, I, no. I mean really I can see Ake happening more. I still think Saar's probably going to be more important. If mm. they sign him, then they've given themselves a chance. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to Leicester. I don't have much hope, but where where do they need? Well, um, I I say the position next to Tielemans is quite weak. Now, I don't understand uh, why Leicester did so poor last season when, looking at their team, they've still got a very solid squad. Um, but I think just maybe losing midfield battles. So I've gone for a partner to Yorai Tielemans. Um Another player like Oxlade-Chamberlain, who is a backup midfielder for Liverpool, but is, he's, he's got quality. He does have quality, but he's just not been given a consistent run in the team. Therefore, Naby Keita, I think he could finally make a name for himself if he goes to Leicester. I, I I think he, yeah. It is he too good for Leicester? I do, 
This is what I'm trying to work out. No. I genuinely, at the minute, don't know where Leicester are. Because they're not in the Champions League race anymore. Are they in for Europe? I, I don't know. Are they are they declining or did they just have it's an off season? Yeah, yeah, they had an off-season. Because towards the end of last year, they started to put results together. The two seasons mm-hmm. before, two fifth-place finishes. Rodgers will be looking to uh, get them going again. Naby Keita... At times he comes in and he looks like, oh my, why isn't he starting for Liverpool? But then he's not getting a consistent run in the team. So he keeps losing it all the yeah. time. And I think him and Tielemans would really be good together. And I'm sure Liverpool at some point are going to want to look to cash in for him because he's just not really doing much. Yeah. And well, then we've I'm... got the likes of Carvalho to come in and replace mm. him. God, you like using Liverpool players, don't you? Um... I've only used Oxlade, Chamberlain and Naby. Because I, I want them go, I, it, I want them gone. It sounds, it does sound quite mean, but um, to say I want them to be better somewhere else because mm. they, I, I don't feel like we're using them very well. Yeah, I mean, I looked at Leicester, and the one thing you realise with Leicester is there's so much age difference in the team. <laughs> yeah. Like when I was looking, you've got like Fafani, you've got Daka who were just really young players. Mm-hmm. And then you've got players like Vardy. Like, it, it's such a big difference. You, mm-hmm. But I thought, you know what? With Vardy, they've got a replacement in Dakar. Um, but Kasper Schmeichel is 35. Okay. How long can he keep going? I mean, obviously, as a keeper, you can go to that age, but he's got to be, you know... Yep. He's got to be coming to the end. So I went for a player that is actually about to get a move to a different Premier League team on loan. But oh. I'd fancy Dean Henderson at Leicester. That's it, a, it's you, a nice they, shout. They can't bring him in on loan because he will go, well, what's the point of me coming in on loan because I won't be starting? Yeah. But they need to be able to be rotating Schmeichel. And, like, the backup keeper, I mean, you can't be relying on Danny Ward because mm-hmm. just no. So they need someone to come in for Schmeichel whenever is needed. Um, and hopefully it should get to a point where they start to replace Schmeichel. Um, and and I, I, think, I think Dean Henderson would be a decent shout. The only thing you could argue is, well he'd be in the same situation he is at United um, where he's back up. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, he hits me as a Leicester type of player. Um, and I, I say that a lot with players, I realise, but, I, <laughs> you know, I, I can see players and I can picture them in yeah. a hit. It's, um, a fa- it's, it's, it's a good shout. Um, I just don't think, with Schmeichel still, I mean, all right, really, at the minute, I can't see them trying... Like doing it this year, you know what I mean? In the future, I can see it, but as in th- for this transfer window, mm. I think, yeah, I mean, the midfield is probably more important. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because midfield, though, have you thought about Ndidi? Like, he is unreal. He's a midfield of Tielemans and Ndidi, and Madison does not need improving. Um, 
Tielemans is probably leaving, so it's more to partner in Didi, mm. actually. suppose. I just... Mm. I think Naby Lad needs to move to a decent Premier League club. I think he he does have the quality to improve Leicester and get them back fighting. I think Leicester have confused me a bit because I think, a bit like Villa, they should have done a lot better last season looking at the squad. Definitely. Like I was looking, I was thinking, all right, well, where do they need improvement? Maybe attack because of Vardy, but then they've got Daka and Iniacho to replace him. Their mm. wings, you could possibly argue it with Luckman and Perez. Um, midfield, strong midfield. Defence, strong defence. Keeper, strong keeper. So I don't know what they need, really. But Leicester, they they'll probably won't bring in either of these. They'll bring in a nobody again who will then step up and yeah. do well. But we'll, we'll give you this one. We'll say Yay, Nabby lad. All right, now now moving on to this. The mighty what? Reds of Europe are out to win today. Um, we're going for Liverpool, right? Um, we've, we've, done, we, we've done crazy already this window. Um, I think we just... We, we every everyone is saying we just need a midfielder because we need a midfielder that is going to push the the three starters. That's what I'm saying about Chamberlain and Cater. They're good, but they're not quite pushing mm-hmm. our midfielders to that level. And I still think we lack a bit of creativity with them. So we're going for Otavio uh, from Porto. Three goals, eleven assists last year uh, would be a lovely way to finish our window off and give us a lovely ten out of ten in yeah. terms of. How good this window's been. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll give you this one. I've gone, who I discussed on Four Talks, Olmo from RB Leipzig, um, yeah. who, again, very good player. Um, but I, think I think he, he, he costs a bit too much, really, for just a quick, I think, a last sign. Because realistically, it's clear Liverpool are trying to yeah. save up now for Bellingham next year. That's the I big. Think, that's I think the big with Otavio, I think what's good about him is he can go out on the wing as well. So I'll give you that one. Seven and you, you. You think about the fact how good Portuguese players have been for us so far mm. with um, Luis Diaz and I mean, well, actually, I was about to say Nunez. We've not seen him play yet, but um, and Carvalho. Yeah. No, as in like from the Portuguese league. I mean, sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Diaz oh, yeah, is Colombian. He's Brazilian, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Where? What is? Know. What nationality is Nunez actually? Is he Portuguese. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So that is seven six to me. All right. Ooh. City. I feel like. City. Have, have you gone for an obvious choice or what have you gone for? Don't say. Valentine. I mean, yeah. Who have you gone? The City. The weak points in their team. They've already addressed. It's been a brilliant window for them. CDM. They needed someone else. They've got Phillips. Yeah, I was going to up front Harland. So, where do you improve? Now, I've looked. Sterling looked very likely to be leaving. Rafinha is linked to the likes of Arsenal and stuff. Why not just go? You know what? We have money. Let's go and sign Rafinha. Stop the likes of Arsenal and Tottenham strengthening. Boom, sorted. You've replaced yeah. Sterling, and you've prevented other teams from doing much. Yeah. You li- yeah, they're literally possibly. claiming the league if they get Rafinha. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. I, I don't want to see Rafinha go though because I, I love Rafinha. Yeah. Like, to see him sat on a bench would absolutely kill me. 
Would it so, break your heart, Joe? Your little would. heart? It would. I just... Oh, he's so good to watch, Rafinha. Um, <laughs> I have gone for... Okay. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> you obviously can say low. Um, obviously, apparently something's happened with Benjamin Mendy. Um, so, <laughs> we've... Um, they could definitely do with a backup, but a backup that is that should be first team really. Kukurea. Okay. I know I know it's a bit boring. I know they've been linked to Kukurea, but I really rate him. Um he can obviously play as a bit of a winger, a bit of a wide midfielder as well. Um but I think I don't know, he's a he's a very good player. And he needs to. I think they need to get him now before his price starts. You know, it, shooting up. I and, mean, Pep um, Guardiola loves a fullback, doesn't he? He does, and like he really Kukurea, does. What is he? Twenty, twenty-three, I think he is. And um, I think I think he just uh, no. I think I think he'd suit City style of play. You know, an attacking fullback as well. Um, yeah, there's there's my argument for Kukurea. And I will take the win. Thank you very much. Cheers. I think my Kukurea is more sensible. Like City, yeah. I still think they could do with a, with a Rafinha because if they do let Sterling mm-hmm. go, uh, in terms of wide plays, you don't really want to be playing Foden on the wing all the time. I think he's better in midfield. And then Mares, good player. He doesn't always play. I think they probably could do with Rafinha. And then it's just the fact that they're just asserting yeah, I mean, dominance but uh, I think I'll I'll give you Kukurea thank you I mean with City there's nowhere they need to improve it's just unfair so I think <sighs> there's not much to say I think they are they are winding me up how they do have so much they, their spending power is unreal yeah I think it is it is mental so what like, if, you th- if you think about them getting a backup in Kukurea it will cost them 25-30 million even and then Liverpool are going and getting back up right backs like mm. from Aberdeen, like Calvin Ramsey. Like Liverpool, that's why Liverpool are doing well because we're still, although we're getting cheap options, we're getting like we're getting the transfers right, but then City yeah. just can get anyone they want. Yeah, exactly. Well that's Mad. that's seven seven. Seven seven. seven. Manchester United now. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this deal's almost done, but I do have think you, it's have you got a boring one. I have. I think they okay. they need they need him. You know, I was saying McTominay going to Villa before. Um, Fred's obviously not good enough. Um, Frankie De Jong. Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's the obvious with... position for United. Although, I I if you did have someone, I'd be open for suggestions of other things because their whole yeah. team is just um, yes. I think I love how you mentioned about McTominay and Fred and not about Pogba leaving. Like, Look, that's the it, thing. Pogba wasn't playing, was he? Um, I suppose. Right. It was Fred and McTominay, and all I remember is um, Goldbridge going, "Oh, it's Fred again!" Like they need a CDM. I think, like I was looking at all the players, and I was I chose De Jong just because, probably because of Ten Hag, where you went. He's worked with him before. Definitely, he did. Yeah. He did amazing with him. So. There you go. We'll we'll settle for that. What's that? Eight eight. Eight 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 eight. But in terms of Manchester United, they are an absolute mess, and so much needs to happen with that club. And they've they've not even started their clear out. So 
I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm an Everton fan. But uh, anyway, Jenny, Everton are literally in a better position than United at the moment. Not at all. <laughs> I know. A, a bit of an exaggeration, but that is it is close. The gap between the teams is getting smaller and smaller. United and it's horror. Like even the whole Ronaldo thing. Now he wants to leave because they're not making signings. Yeah, but they can make signings. Like they can go out and spend eighty million on De Jong. Well, have to. Yeah, yeah, but we'll have to see what happens because they're not done enough yet. All right, let's move on to the Saudi Geordies. Newcastle. 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 Where Where do they need? Right, my friends. You know, um, a, a Premier League proven guy. Um, Ooh. I've realised uh, his links to Everton every season. Uh, but I've realised he's gone under the radar completely this season. People just expected to see him in a Palace shirt. Yeah. But that has to change. Newcastle have the spending power now. And I think Wilfred Zaha would certainly consider joining the Newcastle project. What What does he bring? Um, He brings uh, clinical finishing. 14 goals last year. They need a striker, I reckon. Because Almiron, eh, um, Chris Wood, eh, I think Zaha just fits perfectly with... Uh, uh, that Bruno G, I don't know how to say his second name, I can't lie. Guimaraes? Guimaraes? Yeah, oh, I'll take that. Okay. I think there's just the, a massive rebuilding project going on at Newcastle at the minute. They're just buying who they want and looking mm. at the team, their defence is, they've sorted that. They are sorted yeah. in defence. Um, the midfield, they've obviously got that uh, Brazilian magician in there. Um, so, um, Wilfred Zaha would add a lot to the attack. I, I don't rate Almiron. He, he works hard, but he's... Nah. If you put Zaha in, he's Premier League proven and it's a massive signing for Newcastle again. Yeah, I, I agree. We have the need an attacker, whether that's a striker or a winger, because yes, they've got Slate Maxim in and obviously yeah. you can play him as a two up front with another striker mm-hmm. or you can play him on the left or the right with a striker and another winger. On the wing. So I've gone for a bit like Zaha, someone who can play up front and on the wing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just think Zaha's overpriced. Um, so I have gone for Bebu from Hoffenheim. Um, who he, he's Bebu! Rapid. He's rapid. He was the fastest player in the Bundesliga last season. 35 kilometres an hour. Rapid. Um, What's his finishing like though, Joseph? It's all right, but he did. So he got seven goals in twenty-eight appearances, but he did play on the wing quite a bit. That, I think, that's fair. And I think I don't know. They like. Can you imagine? Like, even if you've got Chris Wood, if you've got Chris Wood up front, Bebu on the right, Saint Maximin on the left, you come yeah. up against them two, and you're a fullback. What What do you do? They're gonna be, yeah, you're they're right. obviously gonna be rapid. Yeah. You, like there's there's no stopping them. Like when Coleman has to come up against Saint Maximin, it's not fun. And mm-hmm. you So when when Coleman has to come up against Saint Maximin and Bebu, he, he, he will just <laughs> instantly retire. He will, like, he'll just die, honestly. That yeah. that's it for him. Poor and guy. I, mean, I think Zahar is gonna cost you thirty million plus. But Bebu. that's the Newcastle of spending power, Joseph. They do, and and 
Zaha is very much Premier League proven. And the last season was his best ever, and it's gone under the radar anyway. Not many people are talking about him right now. It would be the perfect little signing for Newcastle. I just think, like Newcastle have said, we're not going to sign players. Um, we're not going to spend more than a player's worth, and that's what that's that's what Zahar is. They Palace ask for more than he's worth, and like Zahar and Bebu, they're both around the same age. Um, I've just locked ten. Zahar's twenty nine, Bebu's twenty eight, so they're both similar age. Um, I I think I you've got to go because he's half the price. He's half I the think... price and just as good. Premier League proven Wilfred Zaha scored um, plenty more goals than that Bebu kid, and but he was playing he, in the Premier League. But he so was a striker. Zaha at times drifts out wide and drifts into midfield. Wow, no, no, he's just, just think I, I, as well of Chris Wood's injury problems. They need a striker. Well, all right, well you can play Callum Wilson. That that's scary. That is quick. Callum Wilson, Bebu. Saint Maximin. Oh, this is a joke. We're both being a bit stubborn here. I'm going to have to raise my voice. I'm joking. Um, but Zaha is amazing. No, he's not. I, okay. I mean, I am okay. probably being quite biased because I I can't stand Zaha because he spent yeah. all the time on the floor. Like, he, oh, and I know obviously Everton fan Richardson, but every team's got one. But Zaha is just it, full of excuses. Diving round. Perfect for Newcastle. Newcastle need that fight now because this season they... I'd say Newcastle can go for Europa League. Yeah, I agree. Zahar has always been in the Premier League battling with these players. He knows the Premier League inside out. He's one of those players that is going to dive, win your penalties, do all that sort of stuff. They need someone that's going to fight for them. Wilfred Zaha, and tell What's you what, mate, for him? him and Maxi Man. What's in it what? for him? Yeah, it's a new challenge. He's been stuck at Palace for years. But would years. you rather risk? I would argue now. Been there for the last what seven years. He's mm-hmm. he's now becoming a Palace legend. Do you risk losing that status to go to Newcastle, where you're going to be there for two, three years? Or do you go, well, I've stayed here now. Do I just stay here for the rest of my career? And then but, play stack nah, outside. But, nah, because he's the Palace aren't competitive. They're not going to be going for Europe this year. But I think Vieira's brought something else into him. Yeah, and but I, not, not not good enough for um, top, top seven, six. I think it will depend on who, who Palace bring in. I think if Palace can... Bring in players that can support Zaha, then Zaha will be happy to stay at Palace. But so it's actually more ideal then for Newcastle because if they're battling against the likes of Palace for them, your um Europe places, then they're gonna want to take their best player. Yeah, it's affordable for them. They they splash and cash all over the gaff. But they but they're doing it without actually spending much on an individual player. Hey, I don't know. Bruno was quite a bit. Yeah, Bruno G. <laughs> but they're not. I don't know. And I'm. Mm, I, I think Willie. I think Willie's going to take this one. It has to. 
Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm literally on the market now looking at Zaha. I'm... Zaha's price is going down every year. It's, it's perfect. So why would they want him? If his price it's not... keeps going down, they don't want him. His price is only going down because the hype around him is going because he is just at Palace every year. And think about it, his price should be going up when he's just scored 14 goals. 14 in a Premier League season in that Palace side that I don't think they're that creative at times. He's valued at 38, it says. So they're going to be asking for minimum 50. No chance. Yes, they are. It's Palace. You're not going to let him go easily. Vieira loves him. You're not going to let him go for less than 50. Yeah, but it, this guy you're on about, he, he, he's he got no fight. He could end up coming and being a flop. And then, like, well, that's a little bit of stuff there. 15 million. Is that, that then Palace has given... Yeah, but Palace have the advantage over you then. Because them two teams oh, are, are, are both pushing... For the no, no. If they keep Zaha and make another big signing, then you never know. You just said Vieira's getting them um, doing well. No. Oh. I say we. Mm. I say we just leave it. Anyone who's <laughs> can decide this one. Um, you can't really comment. Can you comment on podcasts? I, I can't no, say comment down yeah, below. I'll put, it, I'll put it on the Instagram story. We'll do a vote. Yeah. See, see what everyone else says. J Mello podcast. Um, on Instagram. Okay. Go. Go. Or the half of fifty. We'll let you uh, decide. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Yeah, fair enough. Us. So it's still eight eight. Yeah, something like that. Okay. We're drawing anyway. Forest. Forest. Um. I'm not um I don't know much about Forest. <laughs> well, Joseph. They need a replacement. He's going. Who's going? Jed Spence. Where does he play? Right back. Oh, okay. Even better for me because I I chose a right back. Um, because I chose a right back knowing they play a five at the back, so they need an attacking full back. And I know they are they're after um a lovely little Nico Williams. So um, I mean he got injured last year for Fulham, but when he first came in, I mean two goals, two assists as a right back isn't too bad. I think he'd be a very good signing for them. I, I've gone a bit Uh-oh. and it's how happy this player would be with the move <laughs> because I think he's been on loan this season in Spain okay okay and I think he comes in and he can do well at Forest and maybe earn his place back in his Arsenal team I want to see Hector Bellerin at Forest. I think he's still Premier League quality. He's Premier League proven. And if they're loaning him out to Spain, why not loan him to Forest? Because I think, like, obviously, Forest and Arsenal are nowhere near competing with each other. I think. No, I, you make a good point. I, Bellerin, he's Premier League proven, all that sort of stuff. Um. I'd still say they'd go Nico just because of the age thing. 
you know, and, and, and wages, wages. Bellerin will still have a, a decent amount. Nico Williams is, it's going to happen. He's going to go, but I just think Bellerin, he offers a lot more than Nico Williams. Um, I don't know. Uh, you think it, I don't know. Nico really has been playing well. But he's, is he ready to step up to the Premier League? Well, I, I'm not sure. I I back him. I think he's a great player. Oh, I, I will miss Nico. I don't know. He's a lovely he's, boy. Uh, it's still he's young. A lovely I, boy. Have you met him? Yeah, no, I've not really. But still, he's a great guy. Uh, two goals, two assists. Um, in 14 appearances for Fulham. Um. And if, so why would he go to Fulham? If, why not go to Fulham? Uh, go Fulham to are after him. Fulham and Forest are both after him. So, um, but I think Forest have stepped up a bit more for them. Uh, I don't know. No, it has it has to be with you because they they're going to have to start I'll building. I'll give it Williams because he's more. But would you? Re- but then that's focusing on their future. Forest need to stay up. They, they need to stay up, but they they also in the they they'll make more than one signing this year. But they also and he's pretty he's played in the Premier League before. Nico Williams, he knows what it's about. It's not like they're signing a complete like stranger to the Premier League. He made one appearance in the Prem last season. <laughs> yeah, but that's halfway through we left. Yeah. I just the, see, the season before, I think he made six appearances in each, and then he did well in the cup actually for us uh, last year. I just don't. Mm. Uh, I'm not too sure, really. Are, are we giving it to Nico for this one? Because I think I think you were swayed. I think it's it's more likely, so I'll give you it. But I think nine, Bellerin would be the better nine, signing. Nine eight. Yes. Oh. Southampton. Ooh. If you... Southampton. Joe, they've still not replaced Mr. Danny Ings. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, they need an out-and-out goal scorer, I think. Mm. Oh, what are you going for? Yeah. I've gone for more of a winger. Okay. Um, more of a winger could possibly drop into the middle. Not okay. like a central midfield, but more attacking midfield. Okay. I've gone Orsic um, from Dynamo Zagreb. Um, oh, right, okay. Again, I'm, he's a Southampton player, okay, in my head. He <laughs> he, he suits them. Um, he's not going to be much because he's only 29, um, but he's almost sort of giving me Tadic vibes from when Tadic was at Southampton. Um, yeah, obviously, he's an international player, um, Orsic, so I think he can offer the creativity because I think you're saying they've not got anyone Southampton, but they've got players like Che Adams, they've got players like Armstrong, who they've. I don't think they've been good enough, in all honesty. Yeah. But I think. But that they would know. You make a good point because their wingers have also not been yeah. good enough. They're, they're they, stronger at striker, so makes sense. And I think what worries me is if possibly Ward Prowse could still be leaving. Which yeah, I'm not seeing him go, but I, if he does, you've got no creativity in that squad at all. 
so I'd like to see someone like Orsic who's a good cross of the ball. Um, uh, you, you've got Walker uh, Peters, remember? Yeah, but I think like with Armstrong, Armstrong's a, quite a big lad who can head a ball, so you get a cross into him, and he he, he, he should be all right. Well, but, um, who have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for um, a Pookie party, mate. <laughs> and... Oh no! Come on, Daniel. <laughs> Joe, if you look at him, he's had two seasons in the Premier League and has scored 11 in both. It's not he, He's not bad, and he was playing in a lowly Norwich team. I think he'd do much better at Southampton. He's 32, man. Yeah, 20, 26 goals last year in the Championship. But um, He was in the Premier League last year. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, the season before in the Championship, he got 26 year. But last year, he got 11 goals. The year before, 26. The year before, 11. Um, God, I was worrying about all six being too old at 2019. Who Pookie's got him afraid? I mean... Southampton do do that, though. They do sign oldies. But not... They sign oldies from teams like Spurs. They don't, they don't <laughs> go and sign them from... From not yeah, championship teams. I think I think they need they need uh, a bit more depth um, in the wide areas. I, I'll give it to you. It's nine nine. Yeah. All right. Spurs. All right. Uh, Spursy. Uh, I've gone boring. Who've you gone? Don't uh, break my heart. A cheeky Richarlison. You cow. Um, <laughs> I have gone for Rafinha. Oh, hello. They're, I mean, they're the same player, Richardson and Rafinha, just Richardson's more annoying. Um, I bet that is, that's why he fits in with Spurs more, because, oh my God, imagine the penalties they're going to get with Kane, Son and Richardson diving all over the place. I just think... I mean, whoever they sign, I can stand here and say they've got whether I'd argue the second best front three in the league. I would possibly argue it's better than City's. If they possibly. have... Because, I don't know, it's not it's not as good as Liverpool's. Yeah. But Son, Kane, and Richarlison and Rafinha, which it's going to be one of them, according to Fabrizio Romano, he said, it, they, it's going to be one of them, it's just who it is and when it happens. I, I'm, I'm I going... I, they are the second best attack, no matter who they sign. Because with City, you've got a big man Haaland, but then their attack is stronger in midfield, you know what I mean? With like mm. De Bruyne and Foden. As, yeah. But Mares, Sterling, Haaland, let's say they're front three. That, that's not as good as Kane and Son alone. Yeah. Really. Uh, Kane and Son are really good. If you had someone else there in, in a fight for the top four. The only... Re- why I didn't go Richarlison is Richarlison's going to probably cost more. Um, yeah. But also, you've got more teams in for Richarlison. Which, so you could end up having a bit of a bidding war. And the other reason I went for Rafinha is because, again, to do with Richarlison, I think Lampard won't be willing to let Richarlison go to Spurs. If he's got yeah, it's between letting him go to Spurs or Chelsea, he'll go well. 
It's it's basically written in it that like Rafinha's going to leave this season. Um, Everton, I, 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 they'll just keep upping the price of Richarlison. You know what they're like. I mean, you're getting about like too much money for Moiskeen. So, um, um, I, I don't it, think we can pick between them. They're too. No, similar. no, no, no. You're getting it. You're getting it. It's it's ten nine to you because just because it's it's much it's going to be much easier to negotiate for Rafinha than uh, Richarlison. Yeah. Um, although I think in terms of them, I'd say Richarlison's probably better at this moment in time. I just I I feel like he fits Spurs a bit more, but I'm still Rafinha is a class yeah. player. So my other thing is Richarlison's more of a. He, he'll want more money than Rafinha will. So, yeah. I think, anyway. yeah, Richarl- Richarlison fits them more, but I think Rafinha is mm. probably the easier option. Yeah. We'll move on to West Ham. So, you're winning 10-9 now? Yes. West Ham. I, I struggled with West Ham, actually. Who have you gone for? I've got a bit boring again, but... I. <laughs> Prime Jesse Lingard was born at West yeah. Ham, so I want them to get him. I sat there and I went, yeah, I could go Lingard, but then I was looking. I, I think they have enough creativity. I think they've got Ben Rama, they've got Bowen. Um, yeah, I, that, I want someone to join Bowen and Ben Rama, though. It's them, Pablo Fornals and Lanzini. They're both... They're, they're all right. They're, they're just all right, you know what I mean? Lingard adds that... Wow factor, yeah, if you will. I, I, looking and I was going, do they have a backup for Antonio? Because obviously, was it last season he got injured and you went, oh God, they're struggling a bit now without him. I was um, looking for a replacement for Antonio, actually. Well, I went for someone who, he's not, he's never played in the Prem. But he's a cheap option. He's not the youngest. Is Joseph Martinez from um, Atalanta MLS? Um, yeah. He's twenty nine. Uh, he's going to cost about eleven million. And I only went for him because I thought he's similar to Antonio. He's very similar. Yeah. Um, so I think if Antonio gets injured, you you can bring him in straight away, and he does the same job. Um. Uh, I, I, I was, I was thinking. You know what? Maybe you've got. I, I could give it to you here for the backup for Antonio because I do think they need one. But I'd, not for a twenty-nine-year-old from the MLS. There's not really much point. I think if you sign in a, I think if you sign in a backup, you go for someone a bit cheaper. Uh, no, not cheaper. Sorry, a bit younger because, like, what? Mm. What is the point? They're both they're both similar ages anyway. Um, just, if you were going for a strike, you may as well try replace Antonio and make Antonio fight for his place. No, he would be good. I'd, although he's getting old, he doesn't seem to be tiring. 40, I think 14 or 13 goals prone. last year. Jamie Vardy. No. Jamie Vardy would be quite nice no. for West Ham. Jamie Vardy will never leave Leicester. Yeah, That's true, that. true, true. I could put everything I have on Jamie Vardy staying at Leicester. Definitely, I think I think the like of the likes of Vardy would fit in with West Ham. It's just they won't go. But wait, were you just arguing that they should, if they're going to bring in a backup striker, bring in someone younger? That's then... for a backup, though. I say you bring in Vardy to uh, literally replace Antonio, just because he fits with the 
with I don't know the whole attacking feel of it around West Ham. They're quick, pacey on the counter attack. Vardy is like the, Antonio's too slow. I think he holds West Ham back at times. Mm. He's get he's a great striker of the ball, but if you think about about them times West Ham are counter attacking, you've got Bowen, uh, Ben Rama, like sprinting forward, and then um, just I think he slows them down. I Antonio. will give you it. I will. Do well, that. oh yeah, and, and I mean, yeah. Imagine Lingard going forward there as well. I mean, we've seen it before. He's he's always he's brilliant at striking as well. I so. just tried to be different. Let me be. Well done, Joseph. Thank you. Well, this one's a decider now. Wolves... Oh no! Well, technically not because technically then we've not, st- we've yeah. we've still got the Newcastle one. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Which remember, go to uh, J Miller Podcast Instagram and vote. Thanks. <laughs> wolves, who are we going? Uh, wolves. Well, now, uh, they they just they didn't win their last seven prem. Uh, get no, they got no wins in the last seven Premier League games. They they they've just lost their way a bit. Um, they play with a five at the back, but obviously they push up like midfielders at times. Like it's like a three-five-two. Um, and I just think Johnny and that ain't, ain't Nuri, whatever whatever his name is on the other side. I can't really say his name. Do you know his name? Can you pronounce it? Go on, can you say it again for me? No. Go on, go on. One more no. Time. No. Yeah? Yeah, him. Is that not what I said? I just I said that, but really slow. I went, ain't Nuri. Yeah, you just dragged it out of it, didn't you? So... Yeah, because that, that's what I do when I'm scared. Anyway, yeah, them two that I don't know, they don't... Because I, I was thinking Wolves don't score many. Let's look at their strikers, but they've got him in there. So that makes me think they cre- they need creativity out um, wide. Um, Mister Buendia, we've spoke about him already. Four goals, six assists. Not quite what Villa are after, but I think he fits in with Wolves quite well in terms of well, him and him and Ez would be really well, really good together. Yeah, I have gone for someone who if I've gone for a striker. I just, when I watched Jimenez come back last season, I wasn't impressed. The amount of chances he missed and you went, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't impressed, I thought. And yes, they've got Hwanky Chan and um, Fabio, whatever his name is. Yeah. But I, I think they need someone who, I want a championship striker, but... Um, he's gonna he's gonna be difficult to get because they they'll be battling with Frankfurt, Leon, Everton, Leeds, and Bournemouth for Brereton Diaz from Blackburn. Oh, I've heard of him. Brilliant striker. Yeah, They're like twenty two goals last season in thirty six games, um, and that's in the Blackburn side. Like obviously, when you look at Mitrovic, he's got a much stronger team around him. That's in the Blackburn side. Now he's only valued around fifteen million. Um, but he can also play across the front three and that's what I think big with Diaz because he's not limited to play just as a striker he can play on either wing the The um, issue is the issue is they don't play with like a front three in terms of like a left wing or right wing no. they play with more full like attacking wing backs or just like a right mid a left mid someone that's going to sit back and whip the balls in towards the strikers. Now, I'm not... I think Jimenez... I back Jimenez to get back to... I don't. You know, where he was. 
Like, he suffered a nasty injury. He's not going to come back straight away, um, which is why I'm saying Buendia just for that more creativity to give him more chances. Because when they took Traore out of that team, then nothing happened. They were yeah. no no creativity at all. They need a a wide person. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think I don't know with Buendia because could he have just had an off season with Villa? Mm-hmm. Is that the way he is? Um, I'm not too sure. Um, because I, I think, I think it, Gerard might just be going. You know, I don't think he's good enough. Let's move him on. But how do you? How much do you move him on for? Because he cost him about thirty-five million. So you can't let him go for less than thirty. You'd argue. Whereas Diaz is going to cost you fifteen. Suppose it's it's just people's opinion, and it isn't it like it's whether you back him in it, and it's it's. I think they need more creativity out there. Because if you think about Wolves, they've got creativity, but it's all right behind the striker with Neves and Moutinho. Mm. Not nothing out wide, which is uh, which is why I think they're struggling. But I think lead leads. I think <laughs> Wolves need to play like you know, just a bit faster football. Like they've got Bodens and whoever to have the ability to play that faster football and as I mentioned with like Ruben Neves um, how like he can play some good long balls and I think if you've got Broughton Diaz who again fast player just ping over the top I think it's just that I, I agree with how you uh, envision Wolves playing. I think that that's how they should play. It's just not how they play for some reason. Yeah, they've got like they certainly have the players. Um, it, it's a difficult one, really, because I I think he could he could probably have more of an impact than Buendia. It's just they don't play to his strengths. They more play to Buendia's strengths. I'm not. I'm not oh too oh sure. oh. I, I just, I don't oh. really know. It's what um, happens when I'm on my laptop looking at stats. <laughs> um, uh, I'm really not sure. Well, wait, what score is it? Oh, I'm winning. Uh, uh, you're winning? Oh, did no, we not go into that drawing, right? Yeah, I think we did, actually. Yeah, because I, I won Lingard, yeah, so it's 10-10. We're going we're gonna to have to put two polls on your Instagram. Um, and see who wins, see if it's okay. a draw or if one of us gets a landslide victory. All right, well, just, it'll be Diaz. Um, but anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, but then the other one, the Newcastle, Zaha, or uh, who did you say? Be- Bebby? Who did you say? Bebu. Bebu, Bebu. Bebu. Yeah, you, you see, Premier League proven, remember that, guys, Wilfred Zaha. Fifty million pounds. Is it worth it to <laughs> roll around on the floor? No, it is not. I don't know. I don't know. No, it's not. He is not worth fifty million. Don't just just don't think about it. it. Just don't think argue. about it. Do he's going it. to he's going to win free kicks, and Bruno G is going to finish them off. <laughs> I would have used Trippier in that example, really. But go for it. And Trippier, yeah. <laughs> it's just because he's been injured in it, so I forgot about him. Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, Newcastle are strong next season. And 
we will be back either here or on Board Talk soon for our Premier League predictions. So, very excited for that. Do I have to include Everton in them? Uh, you do, unfortunately. You do. That's a shame. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to put them ninth like I did last year. So, oh well. Learn from your mistakes. I will do. Great, thank you. <laughs> well, I hope you have enjoyed us being back finally. Um, and Woo-hoo. we'll see. We'll see what happens this transfer window. I think there's lots more to come. Put it that way. And there's lots more to come from us. Hashtag consistency. Jesus. Yes. No. No. Okay, and that is why you're never coming back on. So, <laughs> I, I will be back with my Premier League predictions with a different guest next time. Oh, um, no! <laughs> and we will see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye.